a lot of us can agree that when we do spend a lot of our time thinking the worst and thinking that people do have bad intention, it just creates more pain and suffering for us. And it's not a nice place to be in your mind when you're focusing and thinking of the worst case scenario of everyone. This is your host, Lily Heenan, and today we're back with another solo episode after a few guest episodes already this year, which have been amazing. And I'm going to be sharing five small shifts that are going to hopefully solve 80% of your problems. And also I'm going to be touching on limiting beliefs. A little bit of a uh, quick life update. I turned 24, what, a week ago, and I cut my hair short, (laughs) so you'll probably see a reel of me in a red top with short hair. I'm loving it. It's also really weird. I also said that bobs were in for 2024, so I stuck to my word and I did it. Now I have a bob, a bob haircut. It's really, yeah, it's really weird. I'm not used to it. It also makes me look different. But I also love it. So here we are. I also finished my five classes a week for 12 weeks at Core Plus. Like I actually finished it, guys. I said I was going to do something and I completed it. And man, it feels good. Also, how good was my last episode with Jordan? I know that I've been promising a gut health related episode for a long time now. So I hope that you guys enjoyed that episode. He's going to come back for a part two because there were so many questions that I wanted to ask him that we didn't get enough time on. And I know for a fact, like I've already had people message in wanting more clarification and to go into depth about some particular topics. So if you... If there was anything on that last episode with Jordan that, you know, really stood out to you or you want more clarification on or you want him to answer your question in, you know, it could be anything related to health or hormones or anything on a spiritual or energetic level or gut health, send them to me via email. I'll leave it in the description notes. Or send them to me on Instagram at whatwouldyouknowpod or even go and follow me on Instagram at whatwouldyouknowpod and I will put up a text box text box <laughs> text box leading up to the n- leading up to the episode that we will do for part two so small shifts that are going to solve 80 percent of your problems hopefully so the first one that i have here and obviously this is going to be a quick episode today guys the first one is to avoid negative words that create limiting beliefs so Let's touch on limiting beliefs just quickly if you don't know what they are. So what are limiting beliefs? Limiting beliefs can change your life but not always for the better. They create self-awareness that stops you from chasing after your dreams, forming healthy relationships with people and creating change in any area of your life. We all develop habits that become automatic and we don't question them. But when you're trying to overcome limiting beliefs, You need to take a step back and think about your daily life. How do you practice self-talk? What's your reaction when you make a mistake? An example of a limiting belief, saying sentences such as, I don't have time to start this passion project of mine because I don't have enough time in the day. 
or because of my personality, I can never finish tasks properly. Just be aware of when you say things like, when I get X, Y, Z, no, change it to, I will get X, Y, Z. So it was so funny on the weekend, me and my friends, we hired a boat, really fun, wholesome little idea if you want to do with your friends, like two hours. We were supposed to do it for my friend's Annie's birthday months ago, but when we booked it, it was raining. So then we had to change it. And then we, like, I think we, it got rescheduled three times. Anyway, we went on a boat this weekend and, <laughs> you know, all of us girls were joking around of saying things such as, oh, when I get a boyfriend, he hopefully will have a yacht like this. And we were all joking around and, you know, catching each other of our limiting belief or my friends limiting beliefs and we we were saying no change that to I will get a boyfriend and he will have a yacht so even though we were kind of like having a laugh but also kind of being serious with my, my single friends that is an example of when a limiting belief comes up and when you should change it and how you should change it our minds are programmed to the words we speak and as we change our behavior our beliefs will change too but that's on you to do the work and nobody else I've stopped saying phrases such as, oh, I can't do this because of my ADHD, because that's creating a limiting belief. And I noticed myself doing it a lot when I first got diagnosed with ADHD and my symptoms actually got worse. And that was contributing to my limiting beliefs because I kept telling myself, I do this because of this and I can't do this because of this. And it's because of my ADHD. Like, yeah, I'm not invalidating my experience and my symptoms because I do struggle with those symptoms, but I have just changed my language because there's so much power in language. And when we use specific negative words that create limiting belief, it holds us back and it ultimately influences our behavior. So I really, that was something to, that I'm really mindful of now is how I use specific words, especially around ADHD but that could be used to any sort of area in your life. So the second one that I have here is assume people have good intentions. Also, being logical is also important because not everyone will always have good intentions. But aside from that, assume people have good intentions. So this was massive for me when I worked with Laura, my coach, because we noticed that I tend to do a lot of mind reading and it always goes towards negative thinking but through practice and noticing of my thoughts and noticing when I was assuming the worst of everything and the worst of what people thought of me I was then and have been able to change it to people have good intentions because when we allow ourselves to believe that people have good intentions we leave the door open to reconciliation and I think that a lot of people a lot of us can agree that when we do spend a lot of our time thinking the worst and thinking that people do have bad intention it just creates more pain and suffering for us and it's not a nice place to be in your mind when you're focusing on focusing and thinking of the worst case scenario of everyone so an example I can think of the top of my head when I was assuming the worst of everyone is when I was going to the gym and um, I was working with Laura and there was a lot of mind reading going on a lot of catastrophizing just thinking the worst and thinking people thought the worst of me so there was a lot of, oh my God, these people think that I'm so silly and that I have no idea what I'm doing and I look like an idiot and oh my God, she's judging me in the gym. And working through that with Laura, she really helped me be present in the moment, label that 
thinking pattern as mind reading and no, we can't actually read people's mind as much as I wish we could. And through that, I identified the thinking pattern, mind reading. I changed it to, no, this girl is quite literally just in the gym, just doing her own thing. She's not judging me. She's, we just made eye contact. Yes, she's in the lifting area of the gym. So am I. Yes, she looks like she's been going to the gym for 10,000 years and she looks like she's knew, she knows what she's doing. But also everyone starts somewhere and that's okay. And the more I did that, the more I just automatically thought people had good intentions in the gym and just thought good thoughts in general about walking into that place. Number three, I want you to define failure as failing to take actions. At the end of the day, we have control over nothing, yet the actions we take. Failure actually becomes more manageable and also more motivating when you redefine the word failure to failure to take action. So there was this little side business that me and one of my good friends started in COVID and we've both stopped it and... If she sat here in front of me, we, I don't know, I, I don't think that we failed at that. I don't know what she would say about that. We haven't really spoken about the specific business in a while, but maybe let's just say someone from the outside thinks that, you know, we've stopped doing it, so we've failed. Just because we stopped doing that business does not mean we failed. The only reason why it may have quote unquote failed is because we stopped And that's with everything, I think. So if I stopped this podcast, I didn't fail at it. I just stopped. If I haven't finished my full uni degree, which I haven't, I've done four out of six years, that doesn't mean that I failed. I've just failed to take action. See how much of a difference just changing failure to actually you've just failed to take action. How like I just feel like that's so much more empowering and it doesn't make you feel gross and it's less harsh on yourself the next one stop wasting energy on hate regan who i've had on the podcast before shout out regan i love you she once said to me that which really stood out to me and i actually added it on my notes for episode ideas because i wanted to do a whole episode on my thoughts around what she said but what she said is that hate holds the same energy as love And what I've taken from what she said is that there's so much that goes into love, so much of your energy, so much of your time, so much of your gratitude. While love and hate are two completely different things and emotions, I think that, yeah, she's right, energetically, even though they are energetically different, they do hold the same energy in a way, the same energy, the same amount of focus because you're hating someone and you're just spending so much of your time thinking about this person or giving your energy into being spiteful and not nice and negative and hateful towards this person like what that's so much energy so much you're wasting and using so much energy oh my god i just messaged someone see i told you i am 
Sorry, I'm getting a little bit sidetracked here, but I just had someone message me saying that they'll come on my podcast because I reached out to them this morning. She seems like an absolute legend. I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed with her because one of my goals this year is to just bang these guest episodes out. I want to continue to learn. I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to give you guys the best possible information, knowledge, I want to expand your growth in all areas of life. And I think the best way to do that is to just bring different people on. You know, like I only know so much and I want to continue to learn and grow more. So, and I love a good guest episode. So she just said that she'll do it. Super excited. Another amazing person. So how good is that? Right. What was I talking about? Stop wasting energy on hate. I want to see what Google says. Do hate and love hold the same energy scientists studying the physical nature of hate have found that some of the nervous circuits in the brain responsible for it are the same as those that are used during the feeling of romantic love although love and hate appear to be polar opposites okay it's interesting is there a connection between love and hate this was from a study done in 2005 this is the conclusion. Therefore, love and hate are indeed related. As Eldford 2005 proposed, hate is an imitation of love and also a type of relationship with others in oneself. That is, in managing their relationships with others, people are at the same time managing themselves and their psyches. I also had at the end, I think, you know, I speak about this all the time and I'm learning to do this more and more as I go on. So this little shift will help you a lot and will solve a lot of your arguments and it is to stop trying to win every argument. Just stop. Anyway, guys, so the five small shifts that are going to solve 80% of your problems is avoid using negative words that are creating limiting beliefs. Assume people have good intentions. Define failure as failing to take action. Stop wasting energy on hate and stop trying to win every argument. I know that was only a quick episode, but that's all from me this week. I love you guys. Remember, if you like listening to my podcast and you haven't already, hit that follow button wherever you listen to my podcast. Leave me a review only if you like listening, of course. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. Nothing changes.